the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Spreading the light of liberty and holding the line against the darkness of tyranny. Always right with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. Onward at 935. Thanks for being with us on AM 1420. The answer. So the laptop was real. The laptop was real. And it's good to know that 15, 16 months after uh, the election. 16, 17 months after the revelations of the Hunter Biden laptop uh, were made public and then buried by the mainstream media. I know that's one of the things that uh, Congressman Jim Jordan wants to react to, and he'll do so now on AM 1420, The Answer. Good Monday morning, sir. How are you? I'm fine, Bob. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. I want to play a clip for you to start our conversation this morning because yeah. this is the Attorney General, former Attorney General of the United States of America, who said yesterday that... Um, uh, intelligence agencies, the active intelligence agencies, not former intelligence officers uh, who declared the uh, Biden laptop, the Hunter Biden lap- laptop, to be Russian dis- disinformation. He said the active intelligence agencies told a different story, but nobody wanted to listen. As soon as this uh, letter came out from these so-called intelligence uh, specialists, the DNI, John Radcliffe at the time, and the FBI, which worked for me, both came out and said this was not the result of disinformation, Russian disinformation. The media ignored that completely, just kept on going with the disinformation line. That is is such an extraordinary statement by the Attorney General, Mr. Jordan. What's your reaction? Yeah. Well, well, no, you you said the laptop was real, the news was fake. I mean, that, that, that the laptop was real, the eyewitness, Tony Bobulinski, was a real person who had real information, was a real partner with Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, these guys. Uh, and the, 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 the documents were actually real, those emails that talked about 10% for the big guy. And everything. I mean, it was all real, and we knew it at the time, the mainstream press, because they wanted Joe Biden to be the next president, and we're out to get President Trump. They lied to us. So everything was real that we knew last fall. The only thing fake was the news, which we sort of knew that as well. This is just the state of affairs for today's media, and it's why we have to work so hard and why your show is so important, your show and others like it, because you actually give the truth to the people who listen each and every day. And it's, That's what we're up against today. The news is in so many ways just fake, made up, lies, everything else. And this idea that the collusion between big tech, big media, and the big Democrat Party to mislead the American people in weeks, just weeks before the presidential election is what is so wrong about this. But uh, again, I, I say this every week, I think, Ron, I think the American people have figured all this out and they are, uh, they're looking to make a big change when we get to this fall's election. I want to ask you what can be done maybe from a legislative perspective um, to hold the media accountable for, for things like this, burying relevant information about a candidate that they favor uh, in an upcoming election. And I understand the freedom of the, uh, the First Amendment provides for freedom of the press. That means the press can report anything and say anything they want. But isn't there an equal obligation to uh, for them to report things that maybe they don't want to report if they find out that it's relevant, particularly to the leadership of the country? Well, the main thing is to allow the competition to, to work so that because you do have all kinds of good news outlets who cover the facts, who present the truth, who are actually fair and balanced. Imagine a term like that uh, or a phrase like that. So 
you, you got to make sure you have competition. This is why we have to to change Section 230, which gives this liability protection to the big tech platforms, but censor and lie to us all the time. Uh, it, it's it's why we need to get antitrust actions in front of the Supreme Court in a in a in an expedited fashion, so we can get a ruling on that. There's things we can do, legislation we can pass. The problem is. If we take back the House and the Senate, Joe Biden will still veto those 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 measures because the Democrats like the fact that big tech censors us. They like the fact that big tech and big media collude to keep the truth from the American people because it's helping them. So, uh, but th- we have to focus on that. Continue to highlight that, and then, frankly, we're going to have to wait until till President Trump runs in twenty four and he wins, and then we can pass these kind of things and actually begin to to better level the playing field in a fair and competitive way. We're talking with Congressman Jim Jordan this morning on AM 1420, The Answer. Let's pivot now to what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, the city of Mariupol has been just completely decimated. Uh, Vladimir Putin gave President Zelensky until early this morning to essentially surrender Mariupol. And if he would not do that, then they were just going to destroy it. That's exactly what's underway right now. So I want to go back to last week. President Zelensky spoke to you in Congress and requested of the American uh, people uh, some assistance. We need air support. We can fight on the ground, and we don't want you to do it. We just need to get the, the planes in the air. Um, did President Biden, Congressman Jordan, unilaterally refuse the request for MiGs to Ukraine through Poland? And if so, was that the right call? Well, I, I don't I, I don't know if we know for sure how that all shook out, but that, that seems to be what happened. I, I think the key here is, look, President Zelensky is, is, is obviously a brave and courageous leader, who I think has conducted himself um, like like any leader would be um, when your country is invaded. The Ukrainian people have been just just amazing uh, throughout this this terrible situation. Um, we need to help them. We need to get mostly. I think what they need is those those missiles that that the, the, the javelins and stuff that allow them to fight back. Uh, that, that President Trump gave them while he was president. We need to we need to make sure we're helping them in that regard uh, re- regarding the. The, the MIGs and how that all transpired. I don't know that anyone knows for sure, but it seems like it was vetoed by the White House, by the president. Um, but but I don't know that we know for sure exactly how that, that shook out. If, if you were calling the shots, would you provide them with those uh, with those fighter planes? Again, it would be Polish I, I think, MIGs. It would be Polish MIGs. We would be helping on the back end, well, replacing what Poland has. But um, w- would you do that? I, th- I think the key is we give them what, what uh, the, the, the missiles and that, that they need. Um, these tank busting javelins, because I mean, it's mostly that seems to be how um, the Russians are 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 doing the damage they're doing to Ukraine, and we need to be able to help them uh, stop that. Um, when it comes to no fly zone, I think we got to be real careful. If it, it, we certainly don't want American pilots over there. I mean, I just think that is that, that, that we don't we don't want to go there, um, and I think we got to be real careful about it. But if it if it if it's MIG uh, coming there and it's done by uh, Ukrainian pilots, I think that's a, that's a different story. What we don't right. want to make sure we don't want is American pilots uh, flying over uh, Ukrainian airspace. No, no one wants that. Uh, President Zelensky, excuse me, wasn't even asking for that. This is, this, he just right. wants the ability to, right. to try to uh, stop that, the attacks from the air that are, that are destroying so many targets. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has praised Biden's handling of, uh, of Russia and this invasion as masterful. How would you characterize it? <laughs> I don't know that Joe Biden has done anything in the 14 months he's been president that you could call masterful. I think everything he's done has been a disaster. And I, and I, and frankly, we've talked about this too, Bob. I don't get any satisfaction in saying that because, you know, you want the best for our country. You want the best for, for the, for the world in a peaceful way. But 
everything this guy has done has been a disaster. I mean, he inherited, relatively speaking, a calm and stable world. And, and the picture that has always stuck in my mind is that picture in Afghanistan when you have people jumping on the wheels of that plane as it's taking off and flying out of Afghanistan. That is, that is a metaphor for what Joe Biden has done, not just to the world with, with the exit from Afghanistan and now this situation in Ukraine, which I think is driven by uh, weakness projected from the Oval Office, uh, which has allowed Vladimir Putin to do the terrible things he's doing. Um, it's domestically as well. The border, inflation, energy prices, crime, and urban. There is not one thing you can point to. So for her to say he's been masterful in this area when he hasn't been masterful in any area, just uh, is beyond comprehension. Bigger picture, looking, uh, looking out ahead now, um, the Chinese ambassador said on American television yesterday yeah. that it was naive to call Russia's invasion of Ukraine an invasion. What does that tell you about Xi's intentions regarding Taiwan? Well, I, I mean, it's obviously an invasion, and it's as wrong as wrong get, uh, it, it is. Um, I don't know. Let's, let's hope. Uh, I mean, it's probably not a good sign, I guess, as would be, your, I think, anyone's first takeaway. But let's hope they don't do it. And, um, you know, frankly, I think we also need to keep in mind, you know, Putin thought this was going to be relatively easy for him to go in and grab, grab uh, you know, land and, and, and grab Ukraine and, and change the government there. And it's been anything but. Uh, if China is going to attempt something, we hope they don't. It'd be wrong to do. But if they're going to try to do the same thing with Taiwan, it's, it's, it, it, I don't think that'll be easy either because, you know, it. They got to cross water. This is not like this is just an adjacent country. They got to they got to cross water to get to Taiwan. How is that all going to going to work? Um, and and my my gut tells me that the Taiwanese, uh, you know, the people in Taiwan are going to push back um, just just like the Ukrainian people have. So we'll see. Um, I don't think it sounds good, and, uh, and that's that's unfortunate. But let's hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, and of course there's an impact on, on the United States uh, if something like that does happen, which is why mostly yep. the reason I asked the question. Last thing, I, I would imagine uh, with all the media that you do, you probably never imagined in, a, imagined in a million years getting a question about the NCAA Women's Swimming Championships, but I'm going to ask you one. Will the women's national title that was won by a bi- biological male this past weekend spur better legislation to save women's sports, Congressman? Well, I hope so, because this is something I'm convinced 99.999% of the country of the world understands that this is wrong. It's just a handful of people uh, who, unfortunately, are in positions of, of, of deciding the rules and all. A handful of people in the press, a handful of people in the Democrat Party, and a handful of people, uh, it looks like, with the, with the NCAA and, and, with, and with sports governing bodies who don't get it, because everyone else gets it. But if you saw, like, I saw some of the reporting, I think, on ESPN or something, and they were talking about this in, in sort of glowing terms. And then you went to the, the actual competition I saw, I think, with Fox or some of the news, was talking to parents of, of women competing against Leah Thomas, and, and uh, they were a completely different story, as well as, as, because they get common sense, they get the facts. So everyone knows this is wrong. Let's hope people wake up and um, we get the right kind of decisions for the good of women's sports. I mean, we had two daughters both competed in sports, and it, it makes no sense what what is being allowed to happen um, 
today in sports. You know, just just to bring that home and put it into your world, uh, in the wrestling world, women's wrestling, girls' wrestling in high school is taken off all over the country now. Sure it used to happen when sure you were is. in high school and I was, uh, yep. but it's all over, and in women's too. Can you imagine, now this is swimming, it's just you're racing side by side and it's still unfair, but can you imagine a biological male, a big, strong biological male, saying, I'm going to wrestle against the women because I, I identify <laughs> as a woman now. Can you imagine what would happen in that in, 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 I, in that on the mat? No, it's it's completely unfair, and you're right. Women's wrestling. The University of Iowa just added women's wrestling. Division one, University of Iowa women's wrestling is coming. There. So it, it it is a competition and a sport that's taking off. But yeah, you know, or boxing or ultimate. I mean, like, what are they talking about? It makes no sense. But this is the crazy world that the left, the woke left, is trying to foist on us and. Um, and they basically tell you, forget about common sense, forget about what you know is truth. You got to do it our way because we're saying so. And and I think American parents, Americans in general, are just going to say, no, this is ridiculous. It it doesn't make any sense, any common sense, and we're not going to tolerate it. And it's completely unfair to girls and women who are watching their sports sure come under sure assault is. that they may never come back from. Congressman Jim Jordan, ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. Thank you for the time, sir. You bet. Take care, Bob. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.